What's up, everyone? My name is Rashida Jackson, and you are listening to the Pursuing Purpose Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. This is our last interview of the week, but definitely not least, we're going to get into the interview with Rashida Edmondson, who is literally, like I've been saying all week, a vegan boss, figuratively and literally. She owns her own business. She does veg life. Basically, just a little tidbit and a snippet of her story to get your, you know, taste buds going as far as this interview is concerned. She was, she's got an amazing story from childhood up until now, but she was diagnosed in I believe her early 20s with um lupus and because of that you know if you know anything about lupus it 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 changes your life drastically and she was taking 20 pills of medication a day not all different kind of medications but 20 pills y'all I mean really think about that 20 pills that's a lot and she's not even 30 yet and so God led her to change her diet, and now she is taking none of those pills and is living life like a boss, studying to be a doctor. I said in the interview that she's aspiring to be a doctor. I'm like, no, boo, that's not it. She is studying to be a doctor, not aspiring. So, um, yeah, she's living life like a boss. Just recently got off a cruise. I'm like, secretly, I need to live my life through you, Rashida. Okay, we share the same name. So, anyway, um, but, yeah, just listen to the interview so you guys can learn more about Rashida's story and how she got to that point. It's going to be so awesome. But while we're waiting for that, really quick, have you connected with me on Instagram? Especially if you are an anchor podcaster, I would really like to connect with you on Instagram. I recently posted a post about all of my favorite podcasters and I wasn't able to tag everyone. So if you are on Instagram, which I think most people are going to be slowly probably moving to soon or another platform with everything that's going on on Facebook, Anyway, if you're on Instagram, go ahead and connect with me. My name on Instagram is underscore R-A-S-H-I-D-A-J-A-C-K-S-O-N. That's underscore Rashida Jackson. So you can find me there. Oh, and while I'm dropping Instagram names, you can find Rashida Edmondson at M-Z-S-H-I-D-A-B. And you can learn all about her business check out her amazing uh vegan recipes all this stuff and check all that out on her instagram as well i also probably tomorrow i'll be posting about uh the little snippets that all of my favorite podcasters who did call in i'm going to put all of their little segments together so you can hear about other people who are pursuing their purpose via podcasting and then we'll go back into our regularly scheduled program next week on Monday with our new content. I'm so excited about that. If you are someone on Anchor and you have not shared with me how you are using your podcast to pursue your purpose, make sure that you download Anchor or use Anchor to send me a voicemail so that I can include that in the episode as well. I can update it and it'll uh, add you later on. So even if you're listening to this in 2019, still send me your information and I'll add it onto the episode as long as Anchor still has that feature available. So let's get right into this interview with Rashida Edmondson and I'll talk to you guys at the end of the episode. Hello, welcome everybody. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Rashida Jackson. I'm so excited that you guys are tuning in today. 
I have a very special guest that I am so excited to introduce to you guys. She is someone I met years ago, and I'm so glad that God has reconnected us again because she's just an awesome human. She is so caring, so inspiring. Just her story is just going to inspire you. She is a... um, aspiring to be a doctor. She happens to, uh, well, a doctor in psychology. Um, she happens to have my name. (laughs) (laughs) So it's gonna, it might sound a little crazy that, you know, I'm not talking to myself. I just want you to know that. (laughs) But, um, you guys welcome Rashida Edmondson to the show. Yay! I'm so excited to have you, Rashida. I'm excited to be here. Thank you so much for this opportunity. This is exciting. She is such a sweet person, you guys. <laughs> I, I'm just so excited about this, uh, if you can't tell already from this. So I'm going to start with a, um ice-breaking question, which is, Rashida, first of all, likes to travel. This Rashida likes to mm. travel, but I'm talking about Rashida Edmondson right now. But yes, yeah, so she she likes to travel a lot. And uh, she is also vegan, which is something you guys will find out more about later in the episode. But Rashida, what is something, the, the best um, dish or the best thing that you've eaten in your travels in the last couple of years? What is the best thing like, oh my goodness, this was so good? Oh my gosh. Okay, this is so hard. <laughs> I'm going to go with what came to mind first when you asked that. So what comes to mind first is my trip to Thailand, which was about two years ago. And... um met a local person there and they took us around and all this stuff and they took us to their um where their mom and dad owned this noodle shop and so it was a local place it was a cart and it it was like not fancy at all but the best pad thai I've ever had in my entire life on top of that like they were so excited that we wanted to try their food they basically gave me everything on their menu for free (laughs) like crazy and I was so full and like ridiculously full but I got to try everything and it was so good so I would say that was like the coolest experience first of all free food why that's awesome always but yes that's just really good food (laughs) so yes I would say that nothing fancy it was literally a noodle cart and it's just delicious so I would say that I'm not going to like envy you right now because I don't think the Bible says that we should do that. <laughs> but <laughs> that's not. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm almost positive it doesn't. But <laughs> I will say, uh, first of all, I enjoy Thai food so much. We were actually going to go get Thai food on Saturday and the place was closed and I was so upset. But Pad Thai is like one of my favorites. That That is like goals right now like I would I would actually want to get a a passport and go to Thailand to have that experience now Thai thank you here is never the same because like going oh, oh my god like, I bet it's not oh my goodness <laughs> yeah no that's huh I'm so happy for you that you had that experience like legitimately happy I'm oh my god that sounds so good anyway foodie side note okay second okay I know I said I was going to do one icebreaker but I have another one which is I see that in your username here it says she to be what does the b stand for (laughs) okay if you don't mind me no I don't and people ask that and it's funny okay so 
They used to call me Sheeta Bita in high school. Don't ask me why. I didn't like it. They did. Me too. Oh my goodness. My best friend calls me Sheeta Bita. I didn't like it. I hated it. And so I was like, <laughs> how about we just shorten it to B? So it stands for Bita, apparently. Um, but I just like Sheeta B. And so it just kind of took off from there. And like since then, everyone just calls me that. And so that's my my uh nickname so yeah just cut the idea <laughs> the, the i don't like it it didn't sound good to me i'm sorry i just did it i yeah. totally understand it. i totally understand it's kind of crazy how when people call me sheeta it's like it's strange because it's like you don't know me like that i don't know that's like a personal nickname so i understand that you know i understand that anyway but yeah that's it's cool like, well, i'm really glad Oh, go ahead. What I was like, it's my low-key rap name, too, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, if I become... I don't rap at all. So, like, I mean, if you do, yeah, feel free to, like, bars. You can... Like, it's, oh, I'm not good. Bars. It was just, like, you know, back in the day in high school, you know, on the table doing the beats, you know. I thought I could do something, but not gonna lie. <laughs> That's hilarious. So you could be she to be and I'll be she to J. She to she to be she to J. That'd be anyway, no. But I, I clearly don't rap, even though my husband <laughs> makes music. Focus. We're gonna focus now. Okay, so very good, very good. Well, the reason that I have Rashida on the podcast, actually, y'all know that I'm going through a process of rebranding the show this episode is going to launch on launch uh, or going to be released on launch week um and in revamping the podcast I really just had it on my heart to focus on purpose more so because I feel like and Rashida you can chime in on this if you'd like to I feel like there are a lot of millennials that um are really after paper and after money and not necessarily after their dreams and goals and more importantly, God's plan. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, that that's just something I see a whole lot of, and it irks me to no end. I, I, I just, I, I don't like seeing that. And yes, you want to be successful. Yes. You want to have money. I understand all that stuff, but the struggles that I see some people go through to me are unnecessary because they're not pursuing the dreams and goals that God has for their life. Mm -hmm. And when I was praying about this, I had Rashida on my mind for some reason. And it's so <laughs> interesting because I hadn't talked to her in like 10 years and uh, it just kept coming on my heart and on my spirit, like Rashida, interview Rashida. Interview, anyway, and then she also just started a um, a new business. And I was just like, well, I'm not sure, Lord, if that all fits together. I don't know. And so I was just like, let me just call her and talk to her about it and tell her what I'm doing. So I told her and she accepted. And when I talked to her, y'all, I was just like, God is so faithful and so awesome because her story inspires me so much. And so I'm so grateful that God led me to speak to her on that. And instead of keeping y'all in, you know, hanging in anticipation, I will start to ask her some questions about that story right now. So y'all can get into it so uh Rashida could you start with um just sharing with us about um your um your your child like your academic journey starting from high school even if you want to some of your interests and stuff like that tell us about your academic journey all right so my academic journey is a crazy one um, I would say, if going back to high school, my dream was to be a obstetrician gynecologist. I did always want to be a doctor growing up. Um, I just remember 
asking my dad. I taught myself how to read because I was scared that I was going to be the only one in kindergarten that knew how to read. Ended up Whoa. kindergarten <laughs> knew how to read. <laughs> so that's crazy. It's been like that kind of academic nerd, whatever you want to say. Um, and so just growing up, always wanting to learn more about the human body. And I was like, I'm going to be a doctor. I'm going to be a doctor. So I got to high school. Went to college at UT Austin, um, was pre-med, all that jazz, and just really thought that I was going to go to med school. And I remember just being in like a faith battle <laughs> at UT because that's my first time being away from home and having to learn who God was for myself and having to cover myself in prayer and all those type of things because I was so spoiled with such great parents who were spirit-led and spirit-filled so I never really had to know God for myself which sounds bad but it's just the truth um so but that being said I just remember like God putting on my heart to go a different route which was to go into psychology and I remember sitting in signing up for psychology one-on-one and sitting in that class and being like okay I can see that I really like this but this is not my dream this is not what I want I don't see how you can make money doing this. Like, <laughs> like this doesn't even make sense to me. And I'm good. So I kept being pre-med, kept trying to go through all these classes, organic chemistry, calculus, all these hard classes, struggling to pass them. Um, and just through, like, I would say my by my junior year, um, I remember sitting in genetics and God being like, this is, this is not this is not it. And I'm just like, okay, fine. I have no idea what's going on in this class. <laughs> so it's not it. And I just remember running out of that class and like in the middle of class, like leaving, just running out and going straight to my advisor's office and changing my major to psychology and dropping the pre-med. Whoa. And it was like a weight lifted off my shoulders. <laughs> like, ah. still didn't know what I was going to do with this psychology degree, but I knew that I needed to start pursuing that. And that was junior year. Um, of undergrad and I ended up spending another year um to go ahead and finish that degree and pursue um African diaspora studies as well and doing that together and just figuring out what about like learning about African-centered psychology and learning how people of color fit into it because psychology can um lack culture at sometimes as you Mm -hmm. out as you yeah um, so learning that we fit in there as black people, as people of color and of people who have different backgrounds and cultures and um, different. Uh, yeah. So just thinking about that. And so basically that just brought it to light to me where I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to study identity. I'm going to study all these things. And what can I do with this? And then that's when God put it on my heart to pursue a Ph.D., um, and so right after that happened, I was like, okay, I know I'm going to do with this degree. Yay, it's clear. And I ended up getting sick. Um, so toward the end of my junior year, I ended up get um, being diagnosed with lupus and going through that struggle, losing my hair and losing a lot of weight and being like a lot of inflammation happening in my joints and just a lot of pain. And I really describe it as going to bed a, a time I was 20. So going to bed as a 20-year-old and waking up a 90-year-old because it's just aches and oh my everything's gosh. not working out. 
and like things I was I'm such a high energy person so to be my body just literally like giving up and attacking itself and being like no energy was just really hard for me my mom had to end up coming to stay with me for a little bit to just really help me manage that I was on like 20 pills a day and just like I counted on one day I was like what the heck because <laughs> like this medication to fix this that and that and this symptom and you need to take this three times a day and it was just adding it all together it ended up being like 20 pills a day um wow. and going from taking nothing and being a healthy person to doing this it was just really hard for me and I was like god what is happening like <laughs> like I thought you loved me man like what is happening yeah I obeyed you. I went ahead and did the psychology thing, and now my body not working. Like, how am I gonna be going to get a PhD when, when my body just broke? So it was just yeah. getting peace. I remember being angry at God, um, and then I remember waking up, being woken up in the middle of the night, and just crying out to Him, like, "Okay, what's going on here? Like, what can I do?" And it's just the most unlikely situation, but actually my hairdresser who helped me cover up my bald spots is who told me to go to a holistic doctor because clearly the doctor I was was not working out. And so it's just like weird how that worked out. And she recommended that and I made an appointment with him and then he is the one who suggested that I go vegan. And by doing that and detoxing my body, and eating a whole food plant-based diet is basically how I was able to put my body in the position to heal itself. And I was able to like over some years of um, figuring it out because I didn't know what veganism was. I didn't know how to eat vegan. I would make mistakes and I would eat things that I wasn't supposed to. And so it took some time for me to adjust because I'm nobody in my family's vegan, no friends that are vegan. Vegan wasn't popular back then. So <laughs> it's just not, there was no documentaries, nothing. So it was just like uh, that I knew about probably was, but I didn't know about them. Um, so now we see mm-hmm. visible, but back then it wasn't. Um, and food wasn't as accessible in this way. And I'm in college, so <laughs> only got a limited amount of funds. Yeah. So it's definitely, <laughs> definitely a struggle. Um, but through that, my body was able to heal itself. And today I'm off all medication and I'm doing a, a lot, like amazing. And my doctors are. Glory super. God. God is amazing. Um, but from there, because of that, I ended up with a super low GPA because I was sick and my priority stopped being to get good grades. It was just like to get by <laughs> in classes. Yeah. And they told me to withdraw, but I was like, no, I'm stubborn. And I was like, no, I'm not withdrawing. Like I'm supposed to be in school. I know it'll be fine. I'm going to finish. I didn't want to be delayed on the plans. And I was just like, no. And so that was my stubbornness. And God, Grace, give me some grace for that, because I definitely, my grades dropped tremendously, and I ended up with a 2.7 GPA when it was time to apply for a PhD program I'm supposed to get into. Now, if you ever apply for any type of doctoral program, you think that a 2.7 GPA is not where it's at. Like, no, that's not how it works. Um, So I just remember being told by advisors and mentors, like, apply for master's programs, get your grades up, and then apply for a doctoral degree. And I was like, well, that's not what God has said. <laughs> so I'm not going to do that. Um, so I was like, no, he's faithful. And I just need one yes. And that was all my spirit was just like, you need only one yes. So I was like, if I get a whole bunch of no's, that's fine. But one, so one school is going to say yes. And that is exactly what happened. So I applied for seven programs because that was on my heart to do. And out of the seven, the one school that I actually did not want to go to, to be honest, but I was told by a mentor to go ahead and apply because he felt, because he's a believer too, and he just felt like, you would fit there. I don't know why I feel that way, but, you know, 
you would fit there. You should you should apply there. And that ended up being the school that I got into here in the Midwest. <laughs> so to me, it's just crazy. And so it, it worked. And I remember going to that interview. And as I'm leaving, I just knew it was like, okay, next time you fly out here, it'll be to move. And that's exactly what happened. They called me the next day. Working on this PhD in the latter half of it. And that has been a journey in itself. But God has continued to be faithful. And so when you in his will, he funds it. And that's what he's been doing. So I praise God for that. So, yeah, that's basically my long story short when it comes to my academics. But, yes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, it is is so awesome and inspiring. And and she actually hit a lot of points that I wanted to bring up also. So I'm glad I asked that question, too, because it kind of summed up everything together. And for me, hearing Rashida's story, it was just amazing to see how the different areas of her life led to where she is right now and just the inspiration behind it. And so I do have a a, a couple of other questions. Um, spiritually, you talked about a lot of, of how God led you spiritually through yeah. that time of finding out about how you had lupus Finding out the degree you were pursuing uh, wasn't the degree that you should be pursuing. Let's just park there real quick, because like I said, I do encounter a lot of I'm just saying, like, I encounter a lot of people who and it's interesting now being just 31. It's not like I'm just, oh, I have all the experience in the world like I don't. But there are people who come to me and they're like, well, I want to study this or we'll meet people and they say, oh, I want to study this. And I'm like, that's not really what's in your heart to do. And so hearing your story and hearing how you started off doing one thing that you thought, I'm, I'm assuming, and I, I think you touched on this too when you answered the question, you're thinking this is something that's going to help me be um, successful, you know, support me financially and stuff like that. But when then God said, no, this is not what you need to do and you had to switch, how specifically, like, what what things did you have that encouraged you during that time? Because I know that wasn't easy to just be like, okay, I'm going to mm. drop everything right now and add another couple of months or years onto my degree to pursue this other thing like what would you what things helped you in that time how did God encourage you in that time and is there any advice that you would give to another millennial or generation z person because they're coming into college too now um what what advice would you give to them so if I would say situation. you have to go with your heart. I, there were so many people that did not support my decision initially because I didn't really have a plan. And so when you go to um, you go to your parents or whoever's paying for your college or if you go to friends or people who support you, whoever is supporting you in any way. And you're just like, so I'm just going to go for this because it's one my heart. And then like, they're like, okay, so what's your plan? You're like, I don't got one. <laughs> like, I'm just going to go. Like, I didn't, know, man, I didn't know what you, I honestly at the time did not know what you could do with a PhD. And I remember like my mom is, one of those moms who doesn't care. Like, she's like, if you want to be a professional clown, you could be whatever you, she don't care. Like, she's like, just do follow your heart. So convincing her to go do whatever yeah. is not hard at all. But it's my father who's a lot calculated, a lot yeah. more like me where you're like, you have to have a plan. And yes, he's a man of faith um, and all of that. But he's like, you know, I'm supporting you. And you're just saying you're going to do whatever. Like, hold on. Like, you won't have to like have an explanation. 
for this. So I remember just praying to God and being like, yeah. hey, God, you got to work on his heart because you told me to do this. So you tell him that you told me <laughs> so that he doesn't sit up here and start yeah. tripping. Like, what are you doing? So I remember having that conversation with my dad, and I think that was what scared me the most. I was like, I don't care about friends, say, other family members, whoever. But it was like my dad. I was like, oh, how do I tell him that I'm not going to be there that we had yeah. planned when I was like two? Um, so... Uh, I remember having that conversation. He was so, that's when I knew like God was like all up in it because he was so kind about it and just like so supportive. And then I remember my dad being like, I'm going to Google stuff. And I'm, he was like Googling stuff and looking stuff up. This man found out more about getting a PhD than I ever knew. And that's when I, <laughs> like, it's like when God, like I said before, like God funds his will. And so it's like, not, I know we say funds, people think money, but not only financially, like he will cover it financially. Trust me, he has done that. But beyond that, he's like with the peace, with the support, with the people, favor, yes, whatever you yeah. need, the timing and the grace, the strength, like he gives you that. And it's, it's not an easy journey, but it, there, there's ease to it. If that makes sense, because like God, with you and he is right. working on your behalf so even though it's like craziness happens but at the same time it, it's not as hard as it would have been if you outside of his will because you'll be like struggling and I feel like one thing about trying to pursue that doc, the MD versus the PhD when I was trying to do my own thing with the MD that was hard in a different way the opposition was like I knew God wasn't funding that you just felt it it was not spirit led at all it was me led and when I let that mm -hmm. go, like I said, when I ran out of that classroom, when I went to change that um, major, the amount of weight that just got lifted from me, because it was like, oh, you were carrying that. <laughs> and so uh, me, yeah. my yeah. advice is to just follow your heart and go for it, because it, it might be hard. It might be scary. You might be scared to have that conversation with your parents or your family or a friend or a significant other or whatever the case may be. Or you might be scared to let go of a dream you thought that you needed because of financial reasons or status reasons yeah. or you name it. You done told the whole world. You done put it on Instagram that you're going to be this and now you got to change but don't worry about that. God's grace. He graces all that. People will forget that you said that. Like nobody sits here and reminds you. I said I was going to sure. be like a whole obstetrician gynecologist. Like, <laughs> like I'm reminding them right now. <laughs> Nobody cares. <laughs> like, all they can say now, Rishi, you going to be a psychologist? You a doctor, girl? Like, they they say in psychology now because that's what God's plan is. And they're, and they're supporting that. And so don't worry about people. It's your life. At the end of the day, you have to live your life and you have to answer to God. They ain't going to be there with you. <laughs> so don't worry about that and so that's my advice is just to continue to go with your heart and just know that god will be with you and he'll fund it and that's how it goes that is so good that is so so good and so true i don't know if i shared this um quote with you and i'm not even sure if i put it on the podcast yet but there's this quote that john bevere says he says that um you know when judgment day comes mm -hmm. and it is coming <laughs> and, and he literally says it like it is coming. Um, you are going to have to stand before now the rest of this I'm paraphrasing, but you're going to have to stand before God and you can't say, well, you know, 
I did this and this was a really good plan. And look at this. I had this 50 year plan planned out and I did this on this day and I did that. It's like, it didn't matter. It doesn't matter what you planned out or what good things even that you did. You could have bought 5 million children in the hungriest part of India um, food for a year. Like that doesn't matter if that's not what God called you to do and what he told you to do. It's irrelevant. It's totally irrelevant. And there's something that God has put us on here specifically to do. And we have to focus on fulfilling that. And so uh, I, I, I've told Rashida this a, a bunch of times. I'm so <laughs> excited and so honored to have the opportunity to interview her. Seriously, because there, when I tell you, like, and I'm sure you have inter- like encountered this, and I'm, I feel like I'm beating a dead horse, but it's so serious. And I think that's the whole just drive behind me even doing this podcast. There are so many people. And I've met people who are in their 50s who are like, Rashida, I regret, like, I've talked to people in their 50s and they're like, I regret that I did not study what was in my heart and I went after what I thought was going to make money. You know, studying technology in the 70s was not very beneficial because you know, computers like filled up actual rooms at that point. And now we're holding computers in our hand, you know what I mean? And carrying around in our back pocket. And you have to just do what God's telling you to do, even when it seems scary. He knows the end of it. And you know what else? Yeah, yes, 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 yes. And you know what else, too? I I had this thought after we got off the phone earlier, me and Rashida talked earlier, and I just had this in my heart to tell you about. And, you know, we ain't got to share all that information right now. But Joseph is what I thought of with you. And Joseph had a similar situation. And it's just like you see where he ended up at. And even though there's so many different struggles and things like that that may come in pursuing what God's dream is for your life, look at the end result and what happens at the end. And it's just like Joseph had his little bouts, but he knew the gift and the talent that was in his life as he kept doing that, even in the hard times. I'm sure at that point in time in the prison, he didn't feel like hearing nobody's dream and he sure probably didn't feel like <laughs> interpreting it, but he did it. And that's what ended it ended him up in the place where he was. And it didn't just change his life. It changed his family's life and generations after him. And so anyway, if you're in that situation, be encouraged. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So um, glory to God. Anyway. Um, all right. So Oh, thank you for sharing your academic um, journey. We're going to try to transition. I just, I'm not going to get so high on that other point because it's so important, but we're going to move forward. Um, now with learning that you had lupus, that was where we left off at. Uh, learning that you had lupus and all these different things during your academic journey and you shared the challenges and different things like that that happened with that. Just a quick question before um, I go to the next point. How did you deal with the diet change? And even if you want to kind of slide in the story of how you even got to start your business, you can go ahead and get into that. But how did you deal with like the diet change? Because there's so many people who like oh I'm gonna be vegan and then next week they're like girl forget all that I can't I was hungry I hear that and I understand okay so this is this is my second time and final time going vegan because I I'm vegan officially and that's it um but I was the first time I told people like I was forced into it because again it was 
not forced, they didn't hold me down, but it was suggested that I strongly that I do it in order to get better. And I was so desperate to feel better um, that I was like, and so what got yeah. me to do it the first time it was, it was temporary. So they told me to do it for only a couple months. And then from there, he allowed the doctor started putting certain things back into my diet. And there were certain things I just couldn't eat again. Like I didn't eat pork again. Um, certain, um, I really limited my red meat intake. So it was really just a certain fish I couldn't eat anymore. Like catfish was like, no. So it just ended up a diet of like chicken, mm-hmm. turkey, um, and like salmon and other fish that had scales on it was like kind of like my diet as far as meat went and then I didn't go back to milk I didn't really go back to so just certain things I just didn't go back to but he like we kind of weaned myself back on off of some things and then put some things back into my diet so I wasn't Mm -hmm. really vegan anymore but I was eating pretty clean I would say um and then from there I still had complications. So like even at the time, like my medication had gone from 20 down to like maybe at the time, like four pills. So like a significant difference. And I was like, okay, I can live with this. You know, this is better. But I kept having lupus symptoms. I kept having like flares. They were not as bad. But I would say going into this PhD program and having to deal with as much, like I tell like, yes, he funds his will, but it doesn't mean it's easy. So there's a lot of things that have happened um, during this journey, this PhD journey that has been stressful and stress is a big trigger for lupus or any type of disease for that matter. But um, it's a big trigger. And so I was finding that I was still having some issues, some minor hair loss, this and that and the other. And so I was just like, okay, what can I do to help this get better? And I invite God into every area of my life everything so I'm like okay God what we what, what can we do like you're a healer um I know they said lupus is chronic like what can I do and I heard clearly like clear as day Holy Spirit was just like go vegan I'm like go who <laughs> like I've done it but that was temporary Lord like no we're not doing that again I was like okay so what's the plan B because that's cute but um I was like what's plan B and there's no plan B there was no answer after that that was it it was like you listen the first time or you're just gonna see and I actually fought that for like a year I was like I would say I was transitioning to vegan because I just was like I don't think I can do this totally I'm like I love to travel I love to eat I love to cook I've always been a a cook so it's just like I'm like no I don't I don't want to be fully vegan so I just started a little bit you know transitioning again dabbling in vegan restaurants dabbling in vegan recipes but just not forcing myself to do it because I didn't think I had the discipline to do it. And then finally, I just remember sitting in the doctor's office after my last procedure I had to get done. And I was just like, you know what? I'm I'm through with this. I can't do it. I'm tired of medical yeah. stuff. And I was like, I'm too young for this. I'm like, nope, I don't want to be um, a liability to my family later on. And so I just was like, you know what? That's it. I'm done. I'm going to get myself healthy. I'm going to get my life together in that way. And I was like, okay, God, I'm be obedient. I know it took me this long. My bad. <laughs> like, I don't know what else to say. And I was mm-hmm. like, I invited him into it because I was like, I'm going to need your help. This is a level of discipline that I know is going to be beyond me and my my humanness. And so I'm going to need your help, like, mm-hmm. to help me cook, to help me find the strength to do it, to help me to love it, to help me to be passionate about it. And just, I need your help. And so for a year... 
I did it silently. I didn't really make an announcement. I didn't post it anywhere. I just became vegan, decided it, and got rid of everything in my house that wasn't vegan. The only person that I really, like, knew was, like, really close friends and family and my roommate at the time because they see me eating all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started doing that, and I became so good at meal prepping, so good at cooking, so good at organizing, and just became a, a vegan boss, <laughs> basically. And it's so yes. much research. You know, I'm getting a PhD, so I'm a researcher. I'm a trained researcher. So I did so much research on how it helps the body, how it helps the mind, how it helps, like, everything, and how it can just heal the body, like, in every way possible. And I was like, this is amazing. And so went beyond just, okay, vegan, but became whole food vegan and what that meant and what it means to shop for better quality foods and just did all that research and I guess kind of experimented on my own body because I'm I'm doing it for myself and eating it and kind of seeing my results, my blood work coming in, my doctors monitoring me. And that's when I became, I didn't need any more medication, got off all of that and just, they were like, okay, we know you have lupus, but your blood work looking really good. And so that's when I knew that I was like, this is working. And so that motivated me to keep going and God really removed the desire to want to eat you know, a lot of meats and things I was craving at first, like I don't have those cravings anymore. And it's just like, I want to eat healthier food and my body just thrives off of yeah. it. Um, so after a year of making it to my year anniversary, I decided to come out and just tell everybody like the good news and announce that. Cause I was, I was nervous. I'm not gonna lie. I was like, am I really like, am I really okay? Cause you know, after a year of being off medication, I was like, Am, am, is we good for real body we good and so I was like okay I think we good <laughs> 365 days later um so I announced it and I was just like oh my gosh I'm just want to give my testimony and I was like I've been vegan for a year and this is what's going on and everyone's like super excited and just like from all of that I said to celebrate my year I'm going to start being more transparent about that part of my life so I started posting um, every week what I was cooking because I meal prep every week so I was just like for myself and now for my clients <laughs> but um, so I was just like okay I'm gonna put that out there every week what's on the menu what am I cooking and share that with y'all and then from there I got so many questions not only from people who were having different ailments of their own but also people who just wanted to be healthier in general and they were just asking me about like what's the recipe for this and what's a good bread to eat or what's a good uh cheese alternative and what can I eat in place of this and so I was answering so many questions um and I was just like okay people really want this information and then from there people were asking me to like meal prep for them and go to the grocery store with them and do different services for them and they're like I'll pay you to do this I'll you know I'll give you a donation for this and they were just blessing me because I was just honestly not charging or nothing I was just doing for free if and they would like bless me and so I was like okay people pay me for this cool um and then my current roommate, who is amazing, love her. She basically is a finance major. She's a business major. She's a business woman. And she just sat me down. She was like, you know, this is a business, right? And there's a market for this. And so she thinks in those um, ways. And I love her. Um, and I was just like, what? I don't think of myself like that. Because in my head, I'm like, you know, I'm ready to get a PhD. You know, I'm just a little student. That's it. Like, I'm not thinking beyond that. And she was like, no, she did like you can you can secure more bags than that <laughs> I'm just like okay um so I'm like okay so we made a business plan and then six months ago about six oh six months and a little change um I started that plan and I was like okay God if this is what you want me to do I have no idea how I'm gonna do it because I'm a full-time student and I teach I do a lot of stuff <laughs> like I'm just like how am I 
now yeah. be a business owner and do this. And I was like, well, if this is your will, I know how you fund your will. So <laughs> yeah. And then from there, it's just like doors started opening. Doors started opening. And that's when I knew it was his will because I, it didn't feel like work. It was just like people who came out and was helping me and giving me like free business consulting advice, basically, and just all kinds of just blessings, I would say. And then got clients that were ready to go before I even thought I was ready to go. And so I was like, okay, God, I'm going to go with it. And um, he graced me to do it. He graced me to have time to do it. And I launched my website a couple weeks ago. And so it's been been crazy. So She Does Veg Life is a thing and it's up and running. And I'm just like thankful for that. And it just started because of my own passion for wanting to heal my body. And now my passion to want to help others do the same thing. Cause I just want to help. That's just genuinely what I want to do. And so God has blessed me with a platform to do it. And so that's, that's that journey. <laughs> yes. So she does veg life.com, right? www.shedasvegelife.com. And you can also follow me on Instagram at, at Miss Sheeta B and that's M Z S H I D A B. And yeah, so there's two places. And then I'm also on Facebook as well under she does veg life. So you can like my page. So yes, and get all the, um, recipes are online and I post constantly of different things and not only it's a it's my evolving story so it's not only recipes and services that I provide to help you transition but there's also and you don't have to be vegan to do it you just if you want to get some your diet yes I'm here to help you do that and then also I have a blog that I um I post on so th there's different things about you know vegan transitioning and um different things I wish I would have known before going vegan. And then also I post on my other blog hashtag, which is love Jesus loves vegetables. And that's basically my own personal story that I'm putting out there little by little. So you can read about that too. So that's all on the website. <laughs> nice. Very good. Yeah. I'm gonna have to get on that other blog. Cause I've been kind of following a little bit and it's been enjoyable. Like, uh, and that's another reason I really wanted to reconnect with Rashida also because I'd be looking at her Instagram stories and I'm like that looks really good I'm gonna need to make that and, like, and, uh, and my husband and I are we're not vegan and we're not you know we're not we're not following any other you know diets right now we just trying to eat healthy as the Lord leads but there are some things some really good things that she makes that I'm like oh yeah that's a good spin on that like I think I, I commented on some like avocado and I didn't know that avocado toast was a thing like you can go and buy it's that at like the restaurants now I'm like <laughs> I didn't know that. Anyway, so she, yeah, she she has some really good stuff on her stories, on and it's just enjoyable to follow. So if I can emphasize anything from that plug that she made right there, you ain't got to live in Kansas City, Missouri. If you get, you know, trying to get this vegan diet in Singapore, you can give her you a really call. You know what? Yeah, consultation <laughs> over the phone, <laughs> Skype. Real. Yes, it brings us together. You do not have to live anywhere near me for me to help you. So let me help you. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That's good. That's good. That's good. Oh, I just had an idea, and I'm gonna tell you about it probably after this. Just remind me if I forget. <laughs> anyway, so might be another uh, stream of income for you if you decide to, you know, get up on that. But anyway, so um, 
but yeah, no, that that's that's good. And you know what? The biggest thing is too, because I have people who ask me too. They're like, "Rashid, how you get on this healthy tip?" I'm like, first of all, it, and I like the way that you explained it because it 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 has to be something that's like a what does Kenneth Copeland call it? He says it's a um, quality mm-hmm. decision. It has to be a quality decision. It has to be something. It can't be this. Oh, that's cute. Or I'm doing this because you know. Even, even I believe, even if you just did it because, oh, I'm in pain today, like it wouldn't have stuck as much Mm -hmm. as it did because you didn't make that quality decision. And I think so many people now are like, oh, I want to lose weight and I want to do this and I want to do that or whatever. So I'm going to go vegan because that looks good and I could do that. It's like, no, you you need to make a quality decision. But even if you're not trying to go vegan, if you're just trying to eat healthier, I think Rashida's services are so good, you know, just for the accountability, I guess. That's not the word that I'm looking for. The support and the encouragement that you need through it. You really need somebody that's going to help you through that when you do make that quality decision to really change your lifestyle. You need somebody who is knowledgeable. And I'm going to tell you this, this girl really does like research and look up her stuff because, I mean... (laughs) Yes. So, (laughs) I mean, to spend almost 25 years in school, to me, uh, or it might be a little less than that. But to me, that's just like evidence right there. And just the different things when y'all follow her on her social media, you'll see all that. So, um, what would you say? No, I'm not going to ask that. What would you say is um, the impact that you would like um, not just Rashida's Veg Life, because you have some other things you're doing in Kansas City too, you know, just to support other people. Do you want to talk about that real quick? Just like lo- the low-key ministry stuff we were yes. talking about? So to me, I'm just really a big on community. And so some of the things that I do, I've done is just open up my house for that. And so just having people come over, doing game nights, um, doing like little girls nights like little things that sound fun everybody oh let's come together but they're very intentional in the sense that I just want to to love on folks and just really show the love of Christ and at these gatherings sometimes we end up having a full conversation about you know spiritual things and other times we just have fun but either way he's glorified in it and people just feel loved and and connected and a part of something and that's what it's about and I've um through people that's inviting their friends and people that I don't don't know I end up knowing these people and being able to continue like you know building community with them and talking with them and praying for them and just reaching out and so that's another thing I call my low-key ministry is just wanting I really just have a heart for people and um living their best lives and just <laughs> like knowing God and knowing God for themselves. And so that's another little little thing that I do, I would say that that I love. So yeah. <laughs> yes, that is so awesome. And I just enjoy so much. I love the fact that I see it's like, okay, you're studying the psychology. So you're helping people's brains get their mind and their brains together. Okay. So brain health, we got that. You have the spiritual component where you're helping people in that aspect. You have the health component where you're helping helping people in that aspect. And it just seems like so it's it's the whole package and i i just really appreciate that and you know how the bible says well jesus told us before he well 
he, he told the disciples before he um, left, um, he said, you know, go out and make mm-hmm. disciples. And and you don't just go make disciples based on something that you like. It, you you teach them. He said, you teach them what I taught you. And I really believe that's what you're doing. Because so. you can't. People Kudos go and yeah, go you want to go out and like, sorry for cutting you off. <laughs> Didn't mean to. No, no, but you're good. You're go good. Out, you know, evangelize, and they want to tell people about Christ, and they want to tell them about all this, but they don't build a relationship with people. And I think that's the part that people are missing, yeah. where it's like, if they see how you're living, if they see, you know, like get to know you, and you just build a relationship with a friendship with them, then they'll see God. They'll see God in you and they'll want to know more about him. And then you won't have to throw it down their throat and they'll want it. They'll be like, Hey, what's, what is it about you? And so like the amount of times I've gotten a question from people, just like, like, just like, how do you have so much peace in the middle of this craziness? And I'm just like, do you really want to know? (laughs) Like, (laughs) his name is G-O-D. Okay. And so like in my program, people know, like just, that's honestly how it goes. Like everyone's like, "Oh, Sheeta, how can you do this? And you're in a PhD program. You doing like I'm not doing it. That's how. <laughs> like it's just a vessel, yes. and it's not just me just saying that. I really am just a vessel, and I just say, "Okay, God," because half the time I'm scared. Like I'd be like, "God, you're gonna have to help my remove this fear," because I'm like sitting here like, "Oh, I don't know if I can do this." And it's like, "Well, no, you can't. Not by yourself." And I'm like, "You're right. I can't do it by myself, but you're with me." So. That's what it's about. And so that's why I love just being able to open my house and just open up my life to people, just helping building that relationship so that I can share who is behind it all because it's not me. So that's that's my goal. And that's that's what I hope to do. And that's what I hope to inspire. So, yeah. Girl, that'll preach. I'm trying not to <laughs> run right now. That'll preach. Yes, that is so good. And in so many different areas. And it's just, you know, people try to throw the gospel down people's throat. And I've learned from personal experience that ain't going to work. It ain't going to work. But when you truly, like like you said, show the love of God and just show them who what God has truly done in you, you know, and do like what Romans 12, 1 and 2 says, you know, you renew your mind so that you can prove the perfect will of God. And then when people see the proven and the perfect will of God on your life, then they want some of that. And that's truly letting your light shine. And so, oh, amen. And I'm just so... um so grateful to have been able to share your story oh my goodness okay so my last question is how do like with everything that uh oh with everything that you're doing everything that's going on um you know the the brain health the body health and then the ministry aspects that God has you doing right now what what do you hope that it will have uh, what what impact do you hope it will have on the society around you or even um, in eternity, um, whether it be big or small? I think every a, a contribution to eternity is big. I really do. But it may seem like it's not, you know, to you right now. But even if you just touch one person, that's a big impact because you don't know how many people that one person is going mm-hmm. to touch. You know what I mean? So what 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 impact do you see it making in um in other people's lives, the society and the community that you're in right now, in the future, what impact do you see um, all the different things that you're doing now having in the future? Well, I'm little old me, but (laughs) I feel like as far as impact, 
I would hope that it would help people just when it comes to health wise and like eat more vegetables and just take care of their bodies and like see that as more as important and as doable, especially in communities of color in particular, because I feel like unfortunately yeah. bad habits have been passed down and I want to, yeah. I want healthy lifestyle and healthy living to not be a, a white thing or not be a yeah. rich thing. Um, but a, yes. a thing for everyone like all access pass for everyone it's not a vip club um so that yeah. is one major thing is why i'm so open about health in that way because i want everyone to be like i can exercise i can do this and it doesn't have to cost a lot um so that's one impact spiritually I just want people to know God for themselves. I want them to really know God. I want to help represent Christ. I feel like religion and people just condemning a condemnation, all these other things have really, you know, made God look like he's like this angry person that's mad at everybody and you don't get grace and you get punished in this, but he's not like that. There's no good work yeah. that we can do that will make him love us any more or any, and there's no bad thing that we can do that makes him love us any less. And he really and truly is a good, good father. And I just hope from my life and my struggles and my testimony that people can just see how good God is and how he's not a respectable person. So what he makes happen for me, he can make happen for them and that they can get to know him and That's that they good. can have an intimate relationship, not a religious <laughs> kind of thing, but a relationship with him and true relationship where they talk to him like me and God talk we just we talk we kick it and so like you really can and he speaks and he will put things in your heart and so to me I want him like I want to represent Christ in that way and help people to just to know him and to just know that he's here with all the answers that you seek all the answers that you're trying to have it's you don't have to Google it. Like you can go to him and he will help you. Um, so that is another piece of it. And so that's why I want to share my story and kind of put myself out there and um, continue to build relationship with people and build community. So that's my thing. So just helping people to get not only their body right and their mind right, you know, through health and um, wellness, but then also get their spiritual, spiritual side right, which is even like more important than the others, like, cause that all that goes together. Um, so that is my impact, that impact I hope to make. And I hope that I'm inspiring people, um, in that way. So that is, that's why I do it. It's not about me. So yes, that's what it is. <laughs> Glory to God. Girl. And I know I've told you this before. You have inspired <laughs> me and just your fight and the, 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 just the fight, the, the, that's the best word that I can think of right now. The the effort and just the the, the grind that yeah. you're putting in. Go ahead. No, it's ahead. been a fight. It's been an all out war. <laughs> so yes, 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 yes. But but just the ability and the willingness to get up every day and continue mm -hmm. has inspired me. And I appreciate that. And I thank you so much for being open to share your story here. And I hope everyone who is listening, one, that God was glorified like you prayed earlier, but two, that um, they're glorified by seeing the strength and the joy that God has put in you in this time, in this season to 
overcome in all the different areas that you've overcome in. Because like the word says, it's like many are going to be the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them out of Mm -hmm. them all. All of them. And I, I I love your heart for our culture because we need it. And I just pray that God continues to lead you and guide you in the way to do that and communicate that. And I really enjoy how you said, you said represent. That was so good. That'll preach too. <laughs> but represent God to people. And seriously, you know, and not just represent, but represent. And the way you do that is you let God shine through you. And I truly believe you're doing that. So anyway girl thank you thank you i appreciate it thank Thank you for your time is there anything else that you want to say before we get off the line just thank you for this platform and this opportunity i really enjoyed um being able to share and i just again just hope that god is glorified through this as always and also don't forget to check out my website y'all www dot yes. edgelife.com um and follow me on social media at miss she to be m-z-s-h-i-d-a-b and i and don't be afraid to reach out and love you all and thank you <laughs> yes thank you girl and when you it well if you do come to the dfw area because i know you like traveling and stuff we're gonna have oh, to hang make that yeah we, yeah yeah Yes, that'll be good. But thank you so much. Thank you all so much for listening and tuning in through this whole entire podcast. We'll be back with some more content real soon because I'm still figuring out when this is going to (laughs) post. So uh, I don't know exactly when that will be. But uh, yeah, keep keep it locked right here. Pursuing Purpose podcast. Y'all be blessed. Talk to you soon, Rashida. Bye. Thank you guys again so much for listening. I hope that you guys learned something and were inspired by Rashida's story. I um, have just been privileged to be able to share all of the stories this week that I was able to share. And I'm so looking forward to sharing more stories as we develop this podcast. Thank you so much for supporting this Welcome Week. It has been awesome. Welcome Week. Launch Week. It has been so awesome. I have met new people. I am encountering new things. And um, I'm just super excited for what this podcast is going to bring. So, um what I'm thinking about doing, you guys, is running this in a season series, which means I will probably post this podcast um, all the rest, uh, all the rest of May, of course, um, June, and possibly in sometime in July, and then I'll take a break and pick back up probably around school time because I want to encourage people to pursue their purpose while they're in school, especially on college campuses. I think that would be really awesome to do. So share this with someone that is going to college. I'm just saying, and I might interview some people who just came out of high school and are going into college. You never know. So I um, just want to thank you so much for um, sharing your stories on here. Make sure you check out shedasvedgelife.com and read her blogs, follow her on Instagram. And if you need help, legit, legitimately, if you seriously need help with your diet, don't do it alone. Rashida's services are not super expensive and she can definitely give you that encouragement so you can keep going on your um, journey for better health. So bless you guys so much. I plead the blood of Jesus over you guys. Make sure you check out the highlight and the other special episodes that I will possibly be posting over the weekend. And I will see you guys with our first motivation minute, one minute motivation, excuse me, on Monday. Peace.